right, everyone, this is Lindsay. I am the uh, staging and marketing coordinator for Beach and Boulevard. And this is our first episode. How exciting! Yes! Woo! <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I will be the host for these monthly episodes. We'll have a different guest on every month. Uh, we would like to have it more often, but we're busy bees. And you're going to hear all about why we're busy bees. <laughs> um, so for this first episode, we want to dedicate it to Gerald and Melissa Overbeck, who own Beach and Boulevard. Um, and so we want to just, you know, start with their journey, how they got started um, you know, what we're up to now as a company, where they want to see, you know, what their vision is for the future, all the, all the goods. So yes, let's start with whoever wants to go first. If you want to, you know, where you got started, your vision. Uh, Looks like Gerald wants me to go first. Um, (laughs) hi, this is Melissa. Um, Gerald and I started Beach and Boulevard around um, 2014, so almost 10 years ago. um, We were both wanting to exit the corporate world, which was great and treated us well in our early careers, Um, and we were just at a point where we wanted to start something, um, something new, something that the two of us could do together. And we didn't know exactly what it would be, but we kind of knew what we wanted the personality of our business to be. Um, So we did um, talk about, you know, what's important to us. And, um, you know, we, we both love living here in the Pacific Northwest. We were living in Seattle at the time and always had a dream of someday owning a place out on Camino Island. Um, so the name Beach and Boulevard um, kind of was born. We locked ourselves in a conference room and wrote out a bunch of words. Um, until, How long did that take? Um, probably like two out, like under two hours. Okay, I feel like it takes forever for a name. Yes, because <laughs> we were something. throwing around a lot of different ideas, and then finally Gerald was like, "Okay, I have this conference room for." you know, 90 minutes. (laughs) Let's do this. Um, So that was pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to add to that, Gerald? Maybe more of the real estate side? Yeah, I think, you know, going back to the name, we wanted it to kind of um, represent our, our kind of attitude in the city where, you know, it's a work hard, play hard mentality. So a lot of people have property they own in the city and then on the weekends they would go out to their you know beach home um i just remember my boss always saying he's going out to camino island on the weekend with his family so um yeah i think i'll back up a little bit too and and say you know i got started in real estate right after i I hit my 10-year anniversary at amazon And it was right around the time, too, we bought our first house in Magnolia. And I just wasn't that happy with, you know, the experience I had with our agent. And I was still looking at properties after I had bought the house. And Melissa was like, what are you doing? We we already have a house and <laughs> we don't need to look anymore. So she challenged me to either get my real estate license or just stop looking at property. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and I, I knew of some friends that were going to be buying later in the year, so that seemed like a good idea to to do do it. And um, and you were doing both, right? Working yeah, for, at Amazon and? For the first two years, I was doing real estate part-time. Okay. So doing a lot of showings in the evenings and doing open houses on the weekends. And, you know, at that time we didn't have uh, any kids. And so I had a lot of free time. And, um, yeah, after two years, you know, I had a lot of success and um, decided to make it my full-time career. Yeah. And then um, about four years later, I got really busy and needed some help. So I was able to 
convince Melissa to to leave her job and <laughs> and join me. Yeah, what's your uh, what's your saying again? Dream it, do it. Woo! And they're doing it. <laughs> I just feel like with your journey, it's just always evolving to like, okay, we we're we're thinking about this. This would be a good idea. Let's try it. Mm-hmm. Have there been instances where you've had a dream and it didn't necessarily work out, or maybe it just took a different path than what you were expecting? Yeah, I'd say always. <laughs> yeah, I think it's good to dream vague, so you oh, have like yeah. an idea of something that can inspire you and that you can work toward. I think if you want to detail it out too much, you might be disappointed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think being open, um, open to opportunities and um, just thinking a little bit outside of your regular day is, is a good motivation. Um, And then also when you need to pivot or when you go down a path and it doesn't work out and you need to, you know, switch it up, you can, just be resilient and um, and move quickly because if you're going to dwell on something that's not working, you're just wasting really valuable time. Yeah. So I sure. think just the ability to recognize when something's not working, um, to either adjust it or or leave it and and move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a lot of failures in the past with different. Uh, business ideas or how we had structured the real estate team and and uh, you know we were able to learn from those failures and and just keep moving forward so um, yeah I think just be open-minded and it's okay to fail just learn from it and never give up yeah so the real estate started it and then did the staging come soon after that or when did that come on? Yeah, we were um, starting to have a lot of listings and um, a lot of the sellers want you to list their properties really quickly, like in a week or two. So it was really hard to find um, stagers that were available that quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them, you know, the good stagers were booked out three, four weeks in advance. Um, so we were you know, calling through Yelp to see who was available <laughs> and just had a mix of mostly bad. <laughs> um, there's a reason they were available that week. Right? <laughs> oh, immediately. We can come right now. <laughs> I think there was one that we kind of catchphrased the 90s hotel. Mm-hmm. Oh, loaded. There was a lot of red like the swirly upholstered chairs kind of thing gosh where i don't know where they got this stuff from but (laughs) and for us you know we've always taken a lot of pride in how our listings look yeah so i think it was just natural for us to do it ourselves um Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how we got started you know we bought furniture and stored it in our garage and even used some of our own (laughs) furniture yeah I remember we were without bedside tables mm-hmm. for a number of months. Those are always the first two. They are. Yeah, it's true. Too. It's yeah. True. Yeah. I mean, I, I think um, when you're trying to do something new, um, like, just do it the best that you can, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Gerald kind of gave me the challenge of let's – let's do our own staging. So we kind of put together a budget of, you know, what I could spend on furniture. And of course that got absorbed quickly. Mm. Um, So, you know, we were pulling stuff from our house and, um, you know, just doing the best that we could for that first stage, um, knowing that, you know, after that house closed, we couldn't set aside you know, another budget to add some more inventory. So yeah. we were building our inventory as we went um, instead of just going and like buying a bunch of stuff and investing right away. We were investing small chunks with every listing. Um, so that felt really manageable to us. Um, and then we got to a point where 
we wanted to park a car in the garage. (laughs) (laughs) So we um, moved to some storage units. We ended up maybe having five storage units um, and then eventually into a warehouse. But it all happened, you know, slowly over time. When did the staging piece start, though? What year? I think it was 2016. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And the style then, too, was, were you, because now we do transitional. Was that non-existent I did not then? I know or that did... word ah, um, okay. at that time, to okay. be honest with you. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I think um, we started buying pieces in the early days that were on sale and sure. that were affordable. Um, and over time, you know, we learned what pieces um, had more versatility. So then mm-hmm. we started moving on to, you know, more neutrals and, you know, what brands are going to be affordable but last a little bit longer. Um, so, I mean, every, I don't know, year or so, we um, do a big clean out of staging inventory and we get rid of things and we bring in new things. And every time we do that, um, our inventory is elevated and um, just kind of slowly getting better and better. Um, so now we're at a point, you know, where I'm feeling really good about our inventory and the transitional style that we're focusing on. Um, it really elevates any style of house and it also doesn't take away from the architecture of the house. One thing I don't like about um, some of the other staging that I see is you walk in and you you like look at the couch or you look at the painting. It's like, well, now you need to walk into the house and like, you know, look at the ceiling height, look at the windows, look at the flooring and Mm -hmm. how is the staging, you know, enhancing that. Yeah. And then on the flip side, if it's not a great house, right? Yes. <laughs> how do we distract from that? And so having um, a little bit more trend, um, mm-hmm. having it just feel a little bit more like a Pinterest house. So that, that's that been a lot of fun, just yes. the evolution of staging. Yeah. Which I've learned so much in, what, the two months that I've yes. been here? It's like, okay, <laughs> this house we're staging. How are we going to hide the fact that half the wall is painted? <laughs> it's two different right. colors. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's been a lot of fun for sure. Yes. Um, so then the staging happened and then we have the Camino shop. Yes. And then there's the Camino shop. <laughs> Melissa's dollhouse. My dollhouse. This actually. is a really sweet story. Yeah. Okay. This is a good story. Um, <laughs> so, you know, during the pandemic, <laughs> we all got new hobbies, right? Um, and following a lot of social media too, right? Like just having stuff to look at was, we were all, you know, spending a lot of time on our phones and I discovered um, these like Instagram dollhouse accounts. <laughs> so <laughs> random. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. <laughs> like people making little mini couches and little mini chandeliers and wallpaper and putting it in their dollhouses and so for Christmas I told Gerald I wanted this dollhouse and I was gonna fix it up and he did not support that Um, (laughs) but why why didn't you do you want to tell her what you said to me I don't remember I said get a real dollhouse (laughs) he said I'd rather you go buy a real house to decorate and furnish than spend any time on the dollhouse. <laughs> um, so I took that to heart. Yeah. And um, it seemed like a better investment <laughs> to your time. Yeah. Well, you had the late, oh, that's in Stanwood. Oh, no, you had a house on Camino. Yes. So did you drive by the house where the Camino shop is now? So um, we got our first Airbnb on Camino in 2016. Okay. So we have been coming out here since then regularly. Um, I also grew up in Sylvana, so my, my parents are pretty close by. So we were pretty familiar with the area. Um, we were actually helping my cousin um, and his fiance look for a house. And they were looking in like Marysville, Arlington. Um, and then I started expanding their search just um, to see if there were other areas that they would consider, you know, Stanwood or Camino. And this, the shop house popped up in their search because it was I mean, really the only house on Camino, like under 
was like four fifty. Four fifty. Oh wow. Um, so we were like, oh, that's that's a great price yeah. on Camino, and this is yeah. two thousand one when houses were selling like hotcakes. Yeah. Um, so we went and looked at it. Uh, they they weren't really interested in Camino, but uh, we went and looked at it, and it was interesting because it it was you know a nineteen eleven farmhouse. It was super charming and cute, um, but it was on property that you know was zoned commercial. So. Um, there were a couple different things we could either, you know, open a shop or if we didn't do that, it could be a rental house. Um, just from like the real estate investment point of view, we felt like it was a good opportunity. Um, and then we did put in an offer and it was a very long closing. So we had a lot of time to kind of decide which route we were going to take. Yeah. Anything you want to <laughs> add about like the shop or, Finding that house? I just remember it needed a lot of work. Yes. And I think that's why it was still available on the market. Mm -hmm. So it needed, you know, foundation and electrical and a new roof. And um, so I think that scared away a lot of other potential buyers. Um, but I think we've always kind of gravitated towards those kind of homes that. Mm -hmm. Just need a lot of TLC, um, and we can back up a little bit because mm -hmm. in 2016, that's when we sold our Magnolia house, mm -hmm. and we moved to Linwood, and with the proceeds, we were also able to buy a little cabin on Camino Island. So I think that's kind of started it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we be, we started coming out here, you know, a couple times a month, and then. You know, fast forward five years later, um, that opportunity to buy the Camino shop and and then ultimately move out here full time presented mm -hmm. itself during COVID. So, yeah, so we bought the the shop and we were still living in Linwood, um, and then we did have that long closing. So we were you know waiting, and then um, at one point Gerald and I were like. We should probably move to Camino, right? <laughs> yeah, like a, We're going that way all the time. Yeah. Drive it just felt like... Way. So you bought the Camino shop what year? Um, 21. 21, okay. Mm -hmm. And then you have the lake house. Yes. And is that yes. considered Stanwood? Yes. Or Martha Lake, um, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. In Stanwood, um, that was in 22. Yeah, during yeah. COVID, we kind of went... House shopping. Into, uh, <laughs> yeah, but they're all Airbnbs. Well, obviously. We, right. Yeah. We have a couple long-term yeah. rentals. Yep. Um, but, yeah, interest rates were so low. We yeah. felt like it was a good opportunity to um, kind of move some funds around out of mm -hmm. stocks and into um, real estate. Yeah. Which felt a little, like, crazy, but... Um, Gerald kind of had this vision to do that. Yeah, I knew, you know, interest rates weren't going to stay that low forever. So I kind of had that urgency to buy property. <laughs> yeah. So, and so we, we, you know, we sold all our Amazon stock and bought rentals. And um, we were able to find some really good deals you know, um, on Camino that, that needed some work and, you know, we put in the work and then rented them out. And, um, we were also able to find a condo in Seattle to buy and do Airbnb. So we wanted to keep that, um, as a kind of a pied de whenever we want to go down to Seattle for the symphony or sports, um, or special events. And yeah. Smart. Yeah. I mean, one thing that Gerald and I have always talked about is like, how, how do you envision like this perfect life? I mean, we've, we've been together since 2001. So a very long time. And in that time, we've had so many conversations on like, if you could do anything, what would you do? If you could live anywhere, where would you want to live? Um, and so I think just having those conversations and being open to those ideas those opportunities 
usually end up presenting themselves. Mm -hmm. I remember like us just talking about how amazing it would be to live out on Camino full time and have a condo in the city and be able to, you know, like Gerald says, go to the symphony and um, go out to dinner and, and enjoy the city, but then have, you know, your, your country house. And, you know, those are just dreams. Those are things that weren't realistic for us in our life, you know, 15 years ago, but we would talk about that. Like, wouldn't that just be amazing? Wouldn't that be dreamy? Um, so I think when you put that out there and then you do like those little baby steps. So like when Gerald was saying, we sold our house in Magnolia, we were able to buy two houses. Um, so getting our Linwood house and then getting the little cabin on Camino, which was like $250,000 at the time. Um, so just, you know, most people probably would have just sold their house and then bought their new house. Mm -hmm. You know, but we had that that little glimmer of that dream of Camino. Yeah. And yeah. we're like, well, let's see if there, let's see what we can do on Camino, even if it's a tiny little cabin. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I that's why I do love talking to my friends and people about their dreams. And mm -hmm. um, even if it's not realistic for right now, like what excites you um, and... Well, it's that cliche where it's like, um, you know, a lot of the big businesses started in their garage and it's like, yeah, that's kind of true. Like, you know, our staging business started in the garage. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, or in a storage unit. I yeah. swear yeah. that's where it starts. <laughs> yeah. you done that. It's gradually grown. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, that it's a lot less pressure too, like to just do something small. You yes. Know? Or even like, you know, people <clears throat> say, um, you know, it's better to, to crawl somewhere than to just stop because eventually yeah. you're, you're going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So before we get into the vision, we'll back up a little bit and then spend a little time around the Camino shop because mm -hmm. that's, that's your baby. It is my baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, as a, kid my dream was always to be a fashion designer so um you know I grew up on a farm and I didn't like being outside so my mom taught me how to sew um I did 4-H sewing um and modeling so I, I any anything I could do to get my hands around fashion I did that worked um at JC Penney in high school doing their displays and then went uh, did some trades uh high school trade school at um snow isle skill center and learned fashion and merchandising went to design school um worked as a designer for tommy bahama um before you know leaving that job to start beach and boulevard so you know my heart always was into um, fashion and retail and um, just that whole world really excites me. So to be able to take my experience in retail and designing collections of clothing into my own shop and also my experience with home staging. Um, so the shop has home decor, uh, both new and vintage, um, clothes that are pretty comfortable, um, really easy to wear and um, gifts because there's not a lot of shopping out here so you know candles cards all those things so it's just a really fun you know place to go look for some fun things and um, it's all inside of a house so it's still set up like a house there's kitchen goodies in the kitchen um, there is a fitting room upstairs looks like a bedroom um, so it's a really fun, unique um, shopping experience. Well, can you see my pants? I got these from the Camino shop. <laughs> and they are quite comfy and stylish. Yes. And it's, it's really awesome having, you know, a little shop in a, a smaller-ish town because I yes. do get to see um, these outfits just out at the grocery store, yeah. at my son's elementary school, you know, yeah. my friends wearing cool. them. 
Uh, it's pretty exciting. I bet that's really cool. To just be a part of someone's life in that small way. I know. <laughs> well, and if, you know, you're tuning in and you don't live on Kameno, um, there's not really a whole lot out here. I've only, I've lived here for almost 20 years and not much has changed, but there's not really any clothing really anywhere, you know, mm. maybe in town, town. in the town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you drive through Stanwood to get to Kameno. That's another thing too. I was talking to someone, they were like, what makes it an Island? Mm. Like don't blink, but you drive over a bridge and right. that's right. <laughs> so there's not much really on the Island, which is appealing to a lot of, folks that live out here because they don't like the hustle and bustle. It's quiet. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, I'm looking out your window right now and I see Whidbey in the water. It's like, I would never want to leave, but, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's really nice. I bet that's so cool to see people out and about with your clothes on. Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> so, pretty, pretty fun. Yeah. You know what we should do is make a game of how many sweaters that say the week or weekend oh, on weekend it. Oh, weekend sweatshirts. Yes. That is our number one seller. Yes. And yeah. Men can wear them too. It's a unisex right. fit. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's something for everyone. <laughs> yeah. And babies too. Yes. Yeah. Everything is in there. It's dangerous <laughs> in the best way. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, part of opening the shop too is, you know, for the last 10 years, Gerald and I have been saying, dream it, do it, dream it, do it. So I, I did feel like if I didn't pursue opening a retail shop, I wouldn't be like practicing what I was preaching. Right. Um, yeah. So it did feel really good to, um, you know, kind of dig into what is my dream and how can we um, make this happen? It's really evolved, though. Like, I know we'll get to now that, you know, blending all three companies mm -hmm. into or I guess um, departments of the company, right, mm -hmm. into one thing. But it's really helped. uh get your name out there mm -hmm. and then also bring people together, right. you know, as a part of the Camino shop, it's just this. And then it's like, Oh, you do staging. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're in real estate mm -hmm. <clears throat> because out here, I mean, really anywhere, there's a lot of, you know, agents and mm -hmm. different real estate companies, but you know, just being newer to the Island, it, mm -hmm. it really helps network and, yeah, and it's spot. it's always great too to you know work with people that know us and know what we're mm -hmm. about and to have a relationship with them. Huge, yeah. Um, you know, we still also work in Seattle, and right. at one point we were working with a lot of um, you know like canceled, expired listings and things like mm -hmm. that. Um, so people were hiring us that didn't really want to hire an agent. Oh. I mean, we got a little burnt out on. Um, you know, kind of forcing people to trust us because that, oh, that's it's the so thing. hard. It's, um, you know, we're going to advise, you know, how to get the house ready, how to price it and yeah. talk through our marketing plan. Right. But if they don't believe in us, mm -hmm. there's no reason why they should listen to any yeah. of those things. But when we do those things, like that's when we're going to have our best results. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, we worked really hard in Seattle. Um, basically selling homes that couldn't be sold the first time. Mm -hmm. So sure. that means we had to come in and do paint, flooring, light fixtures, new photos, you know, better mm -hmm. marketing, um, and just make the listing feel new because there's kind of this um, stigma around, oh, this was listed last year. What's wrong? You couldn't sell it. What's wrong with the house? Mm -hmm. So um, it was a lot of added pressure to just – really have those houses look amazing. So in doing that, we compiled some pretty amazing stats on the the price prices we were able to get um, for those sellers that had struggled the year before. Sure. Um, and that's what really solidified the relaxed remodel, um, that it's, it's worth it to do those things. Yeah. Like to properly get the house ready, um, make it appeal to today's buyer um, who doesn't want to buy a house with projects. You know, they mm -hmm. want a turnkey, beautiful Pinterest worthy house to call home. Houses are expensive in the Pacific Northwest. You know, if you're going to be spending a million dollars on a house, you don't want to feel like you also have to fix it up. Yeah, exactly. Um, so 
we learned a lot through that. And so now being also out here on Camino, being able to offer some like even little cosmetic um, refreshes on homes, mm -hmm. of, you know, which paint colors are trending now, um, how to update a 90s kitchen. A lot of the houses here oh, are man. built in the 90s, so many. including our home um, here on Camino. It was built in 1890 and was untouched and had kind of a, a weird kitchen layout. Um, <laughs> and I think there was some blue carpet in the basement and, you know, yeah. it was time for a refresh. So, yeah. Yeah, um, we're, we're back in that market again. That we mm -hmm. saw, you know, 2018, where, you know, things slowed down. There was a little bit more inventory. Um, and, um, you know, things were selling like they used to. Um, so we're kind of coming out of that, you know, COVID, the two COVID years where you didn't really have to do much to sell your place. Mm. Um, now you do. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, we've seen, you know, during COVID there were, there were no canceled expired listings. It was pretty rare. And then the end of last year, you know, we, we saw over a thousand listings just come off the market. So I think there's a huge opportunity um, for our Relax Refresh program um, to really help sellers get their houses sold. Yeah, it makes such a difference too. What is, can you name off the top of your head, like a price, you know, I guess to show some math of mm -hmm. staging versus not, or the re relaxed yeah, refresh. Yeah, do you have the numbers for that Stanwood house? That well, I was going to say, um, in 2018, we relisted over 20 homes. It was a really busy year. Wow. And what we found is most of the the listings that didn't sell were, were on the market for about 90 days or longer before they were canceled. Um, and then when we came in and did our mini remodels, mini refresh, usually that in, included some staging and some better photos, open houses, marketing, kind of the what we do. Um, we were able to sell those homes within three weeks and usually at 99% or more of the list price. So it was a huge difference going from three months on market, no sale to having it sold within three weeks, sometimes sooner. Um, so that, like Melissa said, really validated our strategy of doing these um, remodel projects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you hear about doing this from like forever ago or is this something that you... What motivated you to yeah. do the relax refresh? That is a good question. That, that's a really great question. I think it was an evolution from our staging because um, we started with like staging the homes and then being like, oh, it would have been nice if this wall wasn't green. Oh. <laughs> right? <Yes. laughs> or um, I really like to analyze listing photos too. So sometimes mm. it's like, that dining room chandelier. Oh, you know, that's mm -hmm. kind of yeah. an old chandelier. What if it was just a new chandelier? Yeah. You know, that picture is going to look really beautiful. And, um, you know, people are shopping for houses first online. So mm. listing photos are like dating apps. Yeah. Right. For like sure. if you don't like the picture, you're just going to swipe away. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I think with the, the change of, of generations, too, of, of who's buying houses now, with the millennials really being, like, the main buyer right now, you know, they grew up watching HGTV. They're, you know, they didn't necessarily learn all the, um, the skills to do it themselves, like maybe the generation before them mm -hmm. would be comfortable. That's me and my sister. Projects. Yeah, yeah, me? No. Kim? Yeah. I'll bang that wall down. <laughs> exactly. All right. <laughs> and they're uh, busier, too. They're busier. They have yeah. careers. They have right. There's a lot of, um, you know, dual income households. Both parents are working and mm -hmm. busy. Um, and they just want to come home to a nice, yeah. beautiful, finished home. 
Um, so just kind of understanding who's buying these houses and how do we market to them and appeal, you know, their dreams in the house. So sometimes it can be really tough talking to a seller of a different generation who, um, you know, thinks that the new buyers can see past issues, Mm. um, where they, they just kind of want all those issues dealt with. Yeah. Um, yeah, I understand mm-hmm. that. And I think emotionally too, for sellers, there is something really nice about them being able to move out of the home, whether they move on to their next house that they're going to be, or they, you know, stay in a temporary rental, get everything out so we can come in if we need to do new flooring, you know, new paint, we'll do a home inspection. So if there are, you know, things about the house that the homeowner's didn't know about we can address those um and then stage it and then when we bring the sellers back in to look at it it doesn't feel like it's their home anymore and it is a little bit of this like you know sadness for them but i think it helps them almost release the house yeah um that it's it's now for somebody else yeah so anytime we're we're able to have you know, the sellers move out and then we do our thing. We love it when we can work with them on a budget, like how, how much money would they be comfortable putting in? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's maybe 10,000 up to maybe 40,000. I don't know that we've ever done one more than that. If there's a few like bathroom remodels. In there. Yeah. I think the Auburn one, we were close to 45,000, mm-hmm. but we remodeled two bathrooms and the kitchen Oh, that's and pretty good, actually. And the hardwood floors and oh, wow. painted and landscaped. And mm-hmm. Probably could have done a little bit more landscaping, but we are... At some point, you have to stop. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. like, I just keep going and going and going. Yeah, the inside was really nice. Yeah, yeah. like but yeah, things that, you know, a buyer is going to really appreciate and, you know, just feel like I have to buy this house. Yeah. You know, and if we're able to get multiple people to come in and say, I have to buy this house, like that's when the seller really is going to win. Yeah. And, um, you know, really net the most possible they could on their house. Um, You know, it sort of makes us sad sometimes when we see a house that just needs a few cosmetic updates Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of sits on the market um, and it's like too late now. Right. You know, um, you just kind of have that that first chance to make a first impression. Um, so yeah, we, I mean, we're super excited to continue our business we have in Seattle, um, expand to Camino and be able to offer all those services up here. Cause I know that that's a service that hasn't really been, you know, an option. Um, and so, you know, we're here now we have our staging, uh, warehouse just, in Marysville, Smoky Point area. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, we love this area and want to, um, you know, serve it the best we can. Um, and then when people are in between their real estate transactions, come hang out with us at the shop. Yeah. And, um, you know, we want to help you cozy into your home that you have. And, um, you know, and I think through like working with first time home buyers, working with downsizers, you know, all the different like journeys that people go on in real estate. Um, one thing that always kind of sticks out to me is people's relationship with their staff. Um, mm. Or it can be like a burden or it can be, um, you know, exciting. Um, so I never want people to think they have to get rid of all their stuff and buy all new stuff to follow trends because I don't like how home trends are trying to mimic how quickly fashion trends cycle because it's Uh, just not realistic to update your kitchen every um, 10 years. Like a kitchen should last 15, 20 years. Yeah. You know, so like what are the things, like when do you need to do like a, a refresh on your home and, and what, um, you know, what things in your house can you keep? Um, and then maybe just get some new throw pillows or get some new artwork or burn a a new candle, you know, and how those little things in your home 
can like make it feel important to you. Um, but I just, you know, it makes me sad when people might see stuff on Instagram or Facebook and be like, Oh, I, I hate my house. I need to redo everything. Cause I don't mm. believe that that is healthy. So at the shop, that's why I do like to mix, you know, vintage and new and, um, and the shop's not perfect, you know, like we just did a, a pantry makeover on it, but it was an ugly pantry for the first two years and it was fine, you know? <laughs> and so okay. I, I also want to be really sensitive to, um, like reality and, um, you know, my house right now, as we're sitting in it, it's a mess. <laughs> it's a disaster because we're busy yeah. and it's summer break and we want to have fun with our six year old, <laughs> you know? So, um, <laughs> Gerald's looking around. I was like, yeah, he's yeah. got a lot of toys. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot so you know just so but it's much funny because home, yeah right but i'm sure the majority of the listeners have kids and they're sitting there like girl we know we're sitting in our mess too yes <laughs> oh, good yeah yeah you're living it you're using the spaces yes yeah. and actually this area we're sitting in right now is also like a dream i've always wanted to have like i call it a coffee nook Oh, it's adorable. I love it so much. <laughs> um, but why doesn't Gerald talk a little bit about where we're going next? Yes, that's a well, good segue. I was going to talk about the numbers. Oh, for, more oh numbers. yeah, you can do that. He loves numbers. <laughs> for Relax, Refresh. Yes. And oh, yeah. The projects that we've done recently, um, there was the one in Stanwood we did earlier in the year, and we saw uh, almost a 3x return on the investment, so... The sellers, wow. it was a um, estate sale. You know, someone had passed away in the family and they inherited the house. So it was pretty rough. Um, yes. So we were able to, you know, create a, a $25,000 budget and, um, you know, stage it. And they were able to sell it for $75,000 more than what we had even thought was possible. Wow. Yeah. And it sold, you know, in uh, three or four days and we had six offers. Holy cow. Yeah. And um, having that kind of um, traffic and, and bidding wars was, was just not common to that area. Um, so that just, you know, every time we do one of these many, you know, remodel projects, it just validates our whole strategy. Um, and then last year we did try to sell a property on Camino as is, mm -hmm. and that was per the seller's, um, wishes. And what happened was it was just in such terrible condition. The only people looking at it were investors and flippers. And we, you know, we got a couple offers that were 20, 30% below list price and it was the condition was so bad it was not financeable by a bank oh wow so we ended up taking it off the market and we came up with a thirty thousand dollar budget to do some some upgrades and relisted it and it sold in the first weekend um i think that one was 60 or seventy thousand dollars more yeah. wow that's yeah, crazy it's actually way more than that i think yeah. it was yeah it was a pretty incredible number like we couldn't i think it, it was over <laughs> yeah it was like over a hundred thousand wow it was like a one bedroom yeah because they they had a list of four four hundred and we had offers in like the 325 range mm. and then it actually sold for just over five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> So that was another really good case study on why you should get your house ready. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. And it's cool too, like with the Stanwood house and that Camino house, seeing those first time home buyers, you yeah. know, and how excited they are. Because if they walked into either of those houses in the, or, you know, mm. as we saw them. Yeah. 
there's no way, you know, and no. they would, their heart, little hearts would be broken. Yeah. Be like, there's no house for me anywhere, yeah. you know? And, um, at the open house, you know, we got to meet a lot of, um, couples and families and people that were, um, looking at that sandwich house and they were all so excited about it, you know, and oh, just yeah. seeing them. Yeah. Um, and just that hope that they have for their future. And that house, we didn't even do like a kitchen remodel. It had like the original 1979 kitchen and it was adorable. Like it was so cute. <laughs> You're going to have to give me the address. I want to see this. Yes. If they saw pictures online. Yeah. Wow. Those numbers are crazy. But yeah. Just looking at the before and after photos, it's just amazing what, a little paint and some new yeah. flooring can do. Huge. Yeah. And it doesn't take that long to, like, when you say, oh, let's redo the bathrooms or kitchen or flooring, how long does that take? Yeah. Do you give the guys a month? Yeah, for, like, smaller projects like painting and flooring, that could be as quick, yeah. quick as, um, you know, one, maybe two weeks. Okay. If we're doing a new kitchen or bathrooms, uh, typically three or four weeks, so it can happen pretty fast. That's yeah. good. Yeah. And and we we have like two or three crews that we work with. Um, on average, we're doing about two of these mini remodels each month, so we, we just kind of keep them busy moving from project to project. And mm -hmm. so, you, you know, we've got really great availability. Um, they offer really great pricing, and it's good quality work. Oh. Yeah, a lot of people had asked how we were able to get the Camino shop up and ready so quickly. Yeah. And it's because we had those relationships mm -hmm. with contractors. Um, you know, we put in a new kitchen there and did a new roof and paint, foundation work, um, all over the summer of yeah, 2021. Mm -hmm. um, so we were able to open in November. So, yeah, luckily that all was able to move pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, we've done so many. It's like over 200 mini remodels that we have a really good system. And mm -hmm. we know what products and finishes we're going to use, where we're going to buy it. And um, it's kind of funny. Last year, I think we painted almost every single house um, snowbound. snowbound. <laughs> And it was like a joke with our contractors because they're like, you want to paint this? On the Are we going to do snowbound snow or snowbound? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, picking a white paint seems yeah. like an easy task, but it's actually really difficult. Yeah. So, we tried like four or five different ones. We tried ones, a lot. And it's the one that. Just looks really good. Snowbound, Snowbound is the white by Sherwin Williams. If you're struggling yes. with a white paint, mm -hmm. Snowbound. <laughs> uh -huh. It's a good, like, clean white, um, and it also photographs well. Ah, that's good. you know, yeah, yeah, because there's no green or blue or uh -huh. yellow. It's oh yeah, um, the yellow. Yeah, you don't realize or that. Pink. Oh it's yeah, just white. it's just white. It's, just, it's a good white. Yeah. <laughs> Well, these are all good topics for future yes. episodes, for sure. We'll just have a whole episode about I mean, snowbound. The thing is, there, there's so paint much colors. that we can talk about and that we talk about to each other. Yeah. Um, so that's why we're really excited about doing this yes. podcast, so that we can categorize these topics and mm -hmm. people can, you know, find the topics to help answer the questions that they they might have that we can um, help them out with. So exactly. yeah, I'm really grateful. Lindsay is leading this for us and um, you know, we have a lot to share every month and we'll be bringing on members of our team too that have different expertise. Um, so do yeah. we want to share everyone who's on our team? Yeah. Um, we can talk about that. Um, Cause it's not, you know, it's more than just, the Gerald and Melissa show, <laughs> um, you know, a lot of, a lot of people on the team mm -hmm. that keep everything rolling. Um, do you, you want to start with real estate? Yeah. So yeah, we've got, um, David Saban. He is, um, he's been on the team for six years, five years. 
quite a while. Quite a we while. We were still yeah. in South Lake Union. Yeah, I remember um, <laughs> meeting him, and he, he also has a background um, in tech, so uh, he worked for IMDb. And, um, yeah, he's been through a lot of the changes with us, and he's he's a really great agent, and um, I think he um, really follows um, the values that we've we uh, consider important and it's just been great to have on the team and through all the ups and downs. And we've got um, Henry Che. He is one of my good friends from college that um, is a lawyer during the day and has um, got his real estate license. And he also plays in a um, plays live music and Hawaiian music, reggae band, and he's a great guy. I think he'll be a good, really good addition to the team as well. And um, Ada is our operations manager. Um, I think having you know a strong admin team is super important um, to take care of those things. Um, you know, that we as agents don't have time to do. Uh, we've got a full-time transaction coordinator, Riley, um, who's been working with us for, I think, two or three years now. And she does all the paperwork, which is amazing. Yeah. Plus, you want to... Yes, and Lindsay um, Me. <laughs> has joined us um, on the staging and marketing side. So um, it's been really great to um, partner with her on getting our staging um, kind of look revamped and our systems and flow of um, staging, which we, you know, we'll stage preferably like two a week. Mm -hmm. um, there are some weeks we might do three. Um, so it is pretty consistent. It's a lot of um, coordinating and moving things in and out of homes um, and designing. So it's it's been great to have her on board. And um, at the Camino shop, um, Rochelle is the store manager and um, so you'll see her there quite a bit, um, keeping things rolling. And we have a team of part-time gals there, um, Diane, Yvonne, Mallory, um, Maddie. And so um, I get a lot of great feedback. Everyone says that the girls are very helpful yeah. in the shop. So, so um, happy to have them there representing us every day. Yay! Yeah, there's no way we can do what we do without our great people. No. Yeah. No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot, but it's a lot of fun. It's been so much fun. Yeah, and you know when you work closely with people, they do yeah. become like family. And right. you know we've traveled together and gone to conferences together. Um, have been in traffic together. Oh yeah. Um, um, That's a great bonding experience. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so, and, you know, we also feel so um, happy that we're able to build our team, you know, the way that we wanted to and bring people on that are a good personality fit for us and um, kind of match our vibe of, you know, um, being, being relaxed and happy and professional, but also like getting a lot of work done and being mm -hmm. really efficient um, so together, like we, we can accomplish a lot of things and have fun. Yeah. It, that's the perfect blend. Cause you do, you want, I mean, you're with each other all the time. Yes. I mean, you two obviously are married <laughs> and work together all the time. You're with each other, but like really with all of us, cause, um, you just, but we all work really hard mm -hmm. and we can, we all can see that we enjoy what we do, which yeah. is super important. But, um, but you don't want to feel like you're, you know, overwhelmed or having mm -hmm. micromanaged. Like, yeah. that, that's not the case at all. So, um, so yeah. 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 I yeah. think, um, you know, having 
worked in the corporate world yeah. and just seeing that, you know, I, I don't mean to be negative about it. There's amazing things about sure. it, but then there's also, you know, the office politics and mm-hmm. the, the meetings that could have been an email, Yeah, just sure. like all those things. And I know Gerald, hates the idea of sitting in a cubicle <laughs> like oh, being in an office so yeah. for i think all of us like to move and go and do and um, mm-hmm. it's just a good environment for us yeah well i think that says shows a lot of i mean obviously you both are entrepreneurs and but you do learn a lot from working for a larger corporation oh, like you sure. said yeah yes so i have the same experience too but mm-hmm. yeah what to do, what don't I like about this life? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you try to take the good stuff that you learn from yeah. the corporate world. And yeah. mm-hmm. I think we were both really fortunate to work for really great companies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Amazon, um, you know, they started with the focus on the customer and um, how to please the customer. And um, a lot of it was word of mouth. And we're kind of using that same strategy. Mm-hmm. And, um, Tommy Bahama, mm-hmm. also a really great company. Um, and I think during one of the initial meetings when we were coming up with the name, we were we were talking about, you know, what if Tommy Bahama got into real estate, what that would look like. Because, <laughs> you know, real estate, for a lot of um, what you see out there is very boring and kind of stuffy and we wanted to make it a little bit more fun and more about lifestyle mm-hmm. and the Northwest lifestyle is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tommy Bahama is part of that. They are based here, headquartered here in sunny Seattle. Yeah. So a lot of people were surprised about that. Mm-hmm. But, um, See Seattle sunny <laughs> right now. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's August. Yeah. It's beautiful. Right like now. August is so beautiful here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, Tommy Bahama was an amazing experience um, for me. And, um, you know, with the Camino shop, it's a different island lifestyle. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, what are your vision? Do you, I guess, your visions for Beach and Boulevard for the future? Growing the team? What do you think? I think, um, you know, right now we're doing. 90% of our real estate business in Seattle. So I'd love to see us do more business out here on the island. And um, I, I really think our Relax Refresh program would benefit sellers. So I think getting the word out about that. And um, I would love to see the Camino shop grow and more, more people come out and, and shop. Um, you know, we are... I think, you know, all the businesses are doing well, but um, there's always room to do more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think the more that we can blend them together, um, we do have a lot of people that come into the shop and ask us if we can help them, you know, style a room in their home or if we offer services like that. Um, so we are starting to partner with more interior designers and, um, you know, people out here that we can, you know, help people, whether they're living in their house or if they're getting ready to sell it and kind of what that looks like. Um, And then also in our staging to have those things available for purchase as Mm -hmm. well. Um, So we do have a condo on Queen Anne right now the buyer might just buy everything that's um, in the condo that we staged and just buy a furnished condo. Nice. (laughs) Love Um, it. Yeah. So we're open to opportunities like that. Um, You know, things that make sense for um, people's homes and furnishing it, styling it, Mm -hmm. loving it, all those things. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think there's opportunity, um, to also showcase Camino shop products in our Airbnbs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have four Airbnbs right now. And um, I don't think we're maximizing that. Um, 
one interesting thing that we recently did with with the uh, lake house we call it the green gables lake house is uh, we worked with a local soap vendor on Camino island elm and oak to come up with um a special soap for the lake house i was kind of inspired Yay! by you know anna green gables and so you can buy that now at the store yeah and it's interesting how that <laughs> so, came um, about because gerald just took over management um of the green gables lake house and he noticed the soap that the previous manager was using and he was like i'm not excited about this soap <laughs> do better don't you have a soap maker friend yeah and then so that inspired me to talk to her about a custom um set of soaps that we can have at the shop at the airbnb for our guests to use um and so i think the next step is we're gonna have some made to sell at the shop yeah so just more crossover lifestyle things um when i started talking about an anna of green gables inspired lake house i had so many people on instagram reach out and say, I love Anna Green Gables. That's my mm -hmm. favorite movie. I grew up watching this. Um, so it's really cool to like find the people that have the same interests, yeah. you know? Um, so having, having special things like that, um, you know, as little as a bar of soap is, you're going to um, book out that lake house forever because <laughs> they um, want to use that soap. And so that's also <laughs> a good tie into Gerald's, um, book recommendation of the month. Oh yes. Because I think that book, also, you know, forces you to think about like those little details and how when they add up, it creates a really good experience for people. Yeah. What we'll like to do every episode is end it with a book recommendation from the guest. So, Gerald, what is your book? Yeah, I recently read Unreasonable Hospitality and it really just blew me away because I've always um, had an interest in hospitality uh, many of the earlier jobs I, I had was dealing with the public and, um, you know, I've always wanted to provide a great experience for, for my clients. So I think taking over the, um, the Lake House Airbnb really has been um, a lot of fun and really rewarding. Um, when we bought the property, you know, it started out as a place for for me and melissa to, to create memories with vince and you know doing a lot of things that i did growing up with my dad where we're you know fishing on the dock and going out on the pedal boat and um you know also creating those family memories um but kind of what i realized is um, i could help other people create those same memories with you know, with their families. And um, one thing I started kind of inspired by the book was um, a survey before people checked in just to see what, you know, their goals were, um, why they were booking the rental. And what I found is a lot of people wanted to get a taste of um, lake life with their, with their children, or they were having a special occasion like a birthday party um, I've had someone reach out to me that wants to do a wedding next summer. So um, this is just a great opportunity for me to figure out how I can make, help them make those memories. And um, so read the book. It's, yeah. it's pretty amazing. Um, it's a, um, I won't like tell you though much about the book. <laughs> Cause we want you to read it. Yeah. But um it just tells the story of how, you know, this young 26-year-old guy took over um, management of a, a restaurant in New York and made it the number one restaurant in the world. So, yeah, if you can dream it, you can do it. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and also, like, the best way to um, serve people is to help them get what they want. So, you know once you're able to know what it is that they want and provide it to them, like everybody's going to be happy. Yeah. That's I love that survey. Business. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, survey has been a big hit. 
Yeah, that's a great idea. Well, okay, so to send it off, um, again, just want to thank Gerald and Melissa for, um, you know, joining me today. It was so fun. Yeah, thanks, Lindsay. This yeah. was fun. Thank you, Lindsay. Woohoo! <laughs> I actually got Gerald to talk to me <laughs> on a regular day. I talk to you. I text you. <laughs> you when I'm sitting on the couch and you're in the kitchen right <laughs> all right so um though yes so again we'll have a different topic each month a guest on again we'll kind of specify what the topic is and then end it with a book recommendation so I'll have all of that in the podcast notes and on our Instagram TikTok all the fun stuff so thank you for joining me today and we'll talk to you later all right bye mm-hmm.